The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Welcome to a special edition installment of the Williams and Bloom Not So Sunday Night Podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Now, we are very transparent about our recording. We actually recorded this on Friday, November 18th, and you can hear jovial voices behind us. We are at our sponsor, MacDine's Monthly Social. We are, what, what is this place called? The Fiddle and Wiggle? The Fiddle and... Uh, the, the something fiddle, fiddle, fiddly, the fiddly wiggly, not fiddle sticks. Uh, we're we're at a fiddle and whistle. The fiddle and whistle. Get it right. In downtown Marshalltown. It's a great little spot, man. No, this Irish is, place. It's been a lot of fun. We always talk to you guys about our sponsor, MacDine, and so I'll, I'll tell a really quick story. I don't think I've ever told this on the air. The first time I ever met Chris, their CEO, who's a big Cyclone fanatic listener. He actually, like, he didn't want to advertise until I could see the company because he wanted me to proper, well, he, want, he wanted me to be able to believe in the company before right. I came on here to talk about them, which is really, I mean, that's really an incredible thing. Usually advertisers, they just want results. This guy just didn't want anybody to just randomly be talking about his company. And so I've been around MacDyne a lot. And then we're here at their social today where they meet once a month. Once a month. And they recognize employees and they just, they really value culture. And it's been really cool to be here. I feel like really kind of honored to be sitting here at this. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly uh, why we got the invite, but I'm glad we did. No, well, this is, we this said is, this is pretty poor live entertainment. Yeah, I say if they expected like a house band, this is a poor house band. They get a couple slappies from the podcast, but... No, it's great to be great to be associated with these guys. I mean, Clover is is one of the few he could name the starting five from 1983. Like, no, yeah. like he's he's. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm telling you, one of the top five most knowledgeable Cyclone fans I've met. Like, I'd put him up there with Heft, Mike Green for yeah. the athletic department, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Andringa. Like, you give him a year, he will name the starting five. He'll name the the starting eleven on offense. The guy is a wizard, but he's also a really good. People person and a, a great culture leader, and I'm telling you, when the whole NIL thing, Chris, goes up in flames, <laughs> I say that all I'm, the time. I'm, I'm, I'm calling Clover. I'm going to be working for Mechdyne. I I say the same thing. Well, no, it's good to be here, and I love M Town too. You know, I got a history in M Town. Well, I, I, you tell the audience about it, yeah, because I I mean, your dad, my dad grew up here. Okay, yeah. So my I knew dad had a connection. My dad grew up not too far from the Roundhouse here. So my my grandfather was a banker here in Marshalltown, and so my dad not only went to Marshalltown High School, but also went to Marshalltown Community College, played golf and football at MCC before transferring to to Iowa State, and he was uh, another Marshalltown guy, Steve Loney. Which I, I've come to cut love Coach Loney to so, you. Absolutely. You kind of introduced me to him, and he's been a good guy for me to bounce things off yep. of over the years. So, and yeah, he's big, big bobcat here. That, that's pretty cool. And M-Town, it's honestly like it's it's a great place. I have relatives from here. Yeah, the, the Main yeah. Street. We're here in Main Street, and big fan of Marshalltown and the whole area. And obviously, they've had a rough couple of years with uh, the tornado and then the derecho, but glad to support a little bit here at the. 
What are we at again? We're at the, the fiddle and whistle. Fiddle and, fiddle and whistle. whistle. Yes. We, we may have to stop by our friends at Haverhill on the way on home. On the way down, absolutely. Shout out to Jacqueline Cordova as our designated yeah, driver. Yes. Is, is we're here at the fiddle and whistle. I, I will say they make damn good old fashions. So our guy, I just started sipping my, on one My here. buddy Brent on Is that on the whiskey here. sour? This is wow. the whiskey sour. Cheer, we got two Brents drinking a whiskey sour here. Cheers on the podcast. <laughs> this is incredible. Not that looks really freaking Brent. good. I might have to have that next. Holy cow. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, now I can talk some basketball. This is the Thanksgiving special of the Williams and Bloom I'm thankful podcast. for that whiskey sour. To be honest, like, so I find that our audience really cares about what are people downloading on and what are they. Thanksgiving week is always one of the top downloaded weeks because you all are traveling and you want more content. So when Chris invited us to come to this, I'm like, well, why don't we just do a like a Thanksgiving special. And I, we're not going to do the whole cliche like, oh, well, what's your favorite side at Thanksgiving dinner? We're not going to do that. Green Because we actually sucks. have a lot of basketball to talk about. Yes. And, again, I want I just want to be totally transparent. We're recording this on Friday. There are games for the men and women on Sunday. So we're, we're – We got rev- revenge on Milwaukee, we hope. Yeah, and we don't know anything about football versus Texas Tech here. So we're just going to stay away from football. football and we're we're just going to do a little basketball. When you're listening to this, I'm probably in Portland, Oregon. Um, you this I'll be filling in for the great John Walters, who will be doing football at TCU. But, um, man, I mean, the Villanova game seems quite winnable to me for Iowa State. Am I? I'm, no, not, I, I'm not saying it'll be easy by any means because that's still a really talented team. But, like, I – I think when this line opens, it's going to be close to a pickup. Yeah, so Villanova has kind of struggled a little bit. So came in as a top 20 program, but lost to Temple in overtime a couple of weeks ago. Has struggled really since then. You know, as we look at this, Ken Palm, 32nd. Iowa State's at 52. So I would guess on a neutral side, it'll be a two or three point point spread. And this reminds me, C-Dub, a lot of that game against uh, Xavier a year ago in Brooklyn, which you were also on hand for, where talk about a great opportunity. So there's a couple things going in Iowa State's favor. One, Villanova has some uncertainty, right? New coach, pretty new roster. They they were missing a guy, one of their better players, that was injured um, for the game they lost to Temple. But not a lot of expectations coming to this tournament for Iowa State, but yeah. I really believe there's a chance that Iowa State can jump up and I, uh, in fact, I, I think you flip a coin for this Villanova game. It would be a huge win because, honestly, a lot like that Xavier win last year, this win will look a lot better in March than it does than it does right now because I think Villanova will figure it out eventually. But I think you can jump up and beat these guys. W- what has impressed me so much about this Iowa State basketball team is they are not fun to play against. They're especially not going to be f- fun to play against on a neutral site when they're playing their backsides off and you have to work so hard to beat them. And that's why I think Iowa State's going to be a really good neutral site team just like they were a year ago. Yeah, you you bring up a year ago, and it's quite interesting how that changed the entire course of the Big 12 season too. Changed the whole season. You had those wins in the bag. And it just seemed like there was a lot less pressure during Big 12 play because you'd beaten Xavier, you'd beaten Memphis, you'd done all those things. Arguably, those two wins were the biggest wins of the year because it did a couple of things a year ago. One, 
you got the RPI and you got the Ken Palm boost from beating a, a, a good Xavier team and then a Memphis team that was ranked at the time turned out to be not as good as, as the ranking at the time. But more importantly, you stumbled upon the fact that this style works. Outworking teams works. Isaiah Brockington came out of nowhere, really. If you would, if you would ask those guys, and you did, C-Dub, at the beginning of last year, who was going to be your main scorer, Isaiah Brockington was not number one on the list. It was going to be probably Kalsher. Kalsher. Yeah. You know, maybe you get a little help from uh, Tyrese Hunter. But Brockington in the in the preseason wasn't the guy. He exploded in that Xavier game, and then it carried off through the rest of the year. Now, there's not a Brockington situation this year where somebody's just going to jump off the page. But you're going to find ways where I think this team can believe if they win a couple of games out in Portland, the confidence that will be gained from that will be instrumental for the rest of the year. Because if you beat a Villanova, you know, you, you, you play some of these quality teams outside of Portland's the, the one team that, that, that should be an expected win. That will really help your numbers from an analytical standpoint, but it will also give you confidence when you're facing the rest of the Power Five the rest of the way. It stood out to me, it was the, so well over a week ago, but the North Carolina A&T game. That, how hard they were playing. Oh, incredible. And that carries everywhere. Yeah, and, and you're almost yeah you you kind of brought this. I think it was a week and a half ago on the project. You're all you're you're almost annoying. Like the Iowa State team is is almost annoying. I did watch Villanova play uh, about a week ago. God, who were they playing? It was way too close of a game than it should have been, but they were in it and they they ended up they won yeah yeah they they ended up winning it and it yep. it does seem to me this is where I think Iowa State has an edge in it. I think Villanova with the new coach is still kind of swimming and they have some guys out. They do. They could and, be back for correct. For the and, game. and we'll we'll keep you guys updated on that. Stansbury's going to be out there as well for Cyclone Fanatic reporting on this. Um, the one clear edge Iowa State has is they have an identity. They know exactly who they are. And I don't think Villanova is there yet with this new coach in this new program. Your thoughts? That's fair. No, absolutely. I mean, if you, like I said, if you want to if you want to play these guys, it's now. I think Villanova, talent-wise, is probably, you know, just look at the stars next to the guys, more talented, quote-unquote, than Iowa State. But they lost a lot. I mean, they have a lot, have a, have had a lot of turnover, not only coach but roster. And if you just look at the Villanova roster, there's there's not a lot of names that really jump out. I mean, Justin Moore's been there a little bit. Cam Whitmore, super talented young guy. You you've got a, a Caleb Daniels who's a good player, and then you've got the other Arach. The, Archidiakono, remember uh, the one that mm-hmm. played there forever? It's his brother. That's that's a nice player, but not the same. And this isn't Villanova that won multiple national championships. This is a top 25 Villanova team, but it's it's not going to be that different than what Iowa State sees in the Big 12. And so, I honestly, it's a flip of the coin game. And win this, it really helps your resume. I think it helps the belief system. And quite frankly, I don't think I'd, I'd say you expect Iowa State to win, but but I would lean towards Iowa State winning the opener. And then who knows, see up, then you get North Carolina and, and roll it out that, there and see what happens. Yeah, so like it, nothing bad comes from that. 
that only helps you if you can play North Carolina. Like I said, we get a lot of listeners here on on these pods, and not all of them are the diehards. So this game, this Villanova game we're talking about, tips off at 12.30 local time Portland on Thanksgiving Day. So, so that's 2.30, 2:30 Iowa time. So get your turkey done. Get it done. Go and take a dump. <laughs> I like how that's your. Well, I mean, your you got to like, open it watch, up, watch the, watch clean the out football. the, clean out the pipes, <laughs> and go watch. Villanova, and you're gonna watch the clones. <laughs> then it's time to clone out, man. <laughs> got to get the pipes clean for. And everybody knows. Did you have an I was uncle? Say nap. I'm did you say have take a, a nap? Did you have a brother and uncle who would just destroy your bathroom when you were a kid? Uncle Tom. I had an uncle Tom. Yeah, no, and it still destroys the bathroom. Uncle, Tom. your uncle Tom's still here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, lives in Seymour, Iowa. Have you ever heard of Seymour, Iowa? That's super small town, super right? Super small. That probably gave him out. I probably should not have said that, but because my uncle Dick would just destroy the bathroom. He was the guy you don't want to go in after Uncle Dick. I always love Thanksgiving with the relatives. This will be me in 15 years. When you just oh, you, you would just eat, and then you're like, I'm good. I'm going to the bathroom. Then I'm taking a nap. I will, nobody cares. I will totally be the guy that just destroys the bathroom. And then just, you can just go sleep in the chair and, and yep, don't bother me. Absolutely going to be me. Yeah. Like when, when, when you reach that stage in life, just do it. Like, embrace it. That's who you are. What is an acceptable each, age to reach that point of your 44? life? 44. So I'm, I'm six years old. Yeah, away. I mean, I think you're close. Like, at, under 40, you still got to, like, host, and you still got to, like, do the logistics of the Thanksgiving. And, you, and your kids aren't old enough yet right. to, like, you can't ignore them. fend for themselves. Correct. But you get to that point, kids are 10 plus. Give them the monitor. Have them watch the football game. Watch Iowa State Villanova. You clean out the pipes. Take your nap. Are have you, your pumpkin pie. Have your beer. You're you're happy. There's two types of guys in the world on Thanksgiving Day. There's the type that will clean out the pipes, and then there's the guy who claims he needs the home field advantage. And he's gonna <laughs> wait until he gets home, and he's gonna see like me. No, though. I, yeah. Clones are playing. I'm gonna get out my Cody Road. But you're right. in Port. You're in Portland, technically. Yeah, no, you're not if you're home. I'm saying if I'm home, I'm gonna have my pumpkin pie. We're gonna completely wipe out the are you, pipes. Are you a pumpkin pie or a, like a French silk? I'm a pumpkin pie guy. Okay, on Thanksgiving. Fine. I like French silk myself. Over pumpkin pie. If I if I have the choice, yeah. Serious. Yeah, I mean pumpkin's fine, but it's like. It's like running the option. Do you think when the pilgrims came over and had dinner with the Native Americans that they ate French silk pie? Hell no. Yeah, but they, they were making pumpkin. But pie. guess what? Like they didn't have whiskey sours either, and we're drinking those. Like times have changed. The one French, thing that kind of pisses silk, re, like the, if you get the Reese's cup from uh, now we're talking a little Reese's peanut butter cup action on the pie. The best of both worlds. What I'm saying is, okay, we'll just move on. (laughs) It always pisses me off when we get to this holiday, though, because I feel like it's just so misrepresented. There's no way that the Native Americans and the pilgrims were just like, hey, let's chill and make some dinner together. Man, I don't question it. I just know there's football, there's basketball, there's good food, and there's your uncle filling up the bathroom. That's what I know about Thanksgiving. Honestly, is there a better week 
is there a better week in sports than than this week? Think about it. Because really, it, NASCAR is over. That's the problem. But the the tournament basketball season is really good. Like this yeah. is a great week. You've got Maui. You've got this PKI, which is really kind of taken over as one of the it's, premier it's ones. It's kind of the premier. It's getting, you got I mean, the Bahamas. Bahamas are there. You've, you New mean, Jersey's you, a big deal. You've got some really good ones, but then football is super meaningful as well. Yeah. Like the 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 playoff race is there. The NFL starting to be right there. You've got the Thursday games. This is, you know, I still say March Madness, Thursday, Friday, still the best. I, I don't might think even, so. Because there's no football. I, I have you, to have okay, football. Okay, so is this the best then? This is right there, yeah. Uh, this Christmas is, Day, you got NBA, some bowl I, now, games. The one argument I would make is you bump back a few weeks ago when, like, Major League Baseball playoffs are still going. Sure. That's yeah, a like really a Saturday, yeah. Sunday combo. That's a really, That's really good. good. And, and, like, me, because I'm a NASCAR fan, like, I got my playoffs – Right. But nobody understands the scoring in those. Well, that, that's fine. But yeah. I'm saying, like, for me personally, like, yeah, got, that's got a it. nice little addition to have that on a Sunday afternoon. But so I really like the aspect about this time of year is there's games at, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yes. Right? Like, that's what's really On cool. a Wednesday. And I always find myself, too, once we get to conference season, I'm a little bit disappointed because I like the non-conference action. Fair. You know I do think college basketball, with the, the new era we're in, can we move some games to like Wednesday at 3 o'clock? I know it's hard to get there, and I get the ticket thing. But from a TV inventory standpoint, this is why I like the tournament games, because like today, there's a game on at 1 o'clock. I've got basketball on mm-hmm. from 1 until 1 in the morning. Yeah. That's great. That's a good thing. Like, I don't need to go to those games. I'm watching them on TV. Yeah. Like, that's it's, it's fantastic. This might be. And with streaming now, yeah, everything's, everything's on Everything's on there. So Everything's on TV. And I get it. Like, if you're going to be, if you want to go attend, it's not great to have a game at 1 in the afternoon. So, great week, though. Great week. For so, sports. again, though, like, would you be the guy who's just going to go and lay it all on the line? And just take a huge dump <laughs> at no, your in-laws house. I'm a, I'm a home team guy. Okay, I figured you I'm were. a home base guy. Not me. I'll let it all fly. <laughs> just got to empty out the pipes. Baby. Who are you concerned about on the other half of the bracket? So North Carolina. Well, the- I don't think Iowa State will beat North Carolina. Okay, do you? Fair enough. I mean, I'm not trying to be. Do you? I actually think the – I like Iowa State's draw from – playing Villanova here rather than some of these other ones. Well, I'd sure as hell be rather playing them than North Carolina right. in the opening. Right, or even uh, uh, Michigan State. Well, I don't know what Bama has this year. It'd be fun to see Nate Oates again. No, this is great. I mean, the fact... So, can you walk us through... How does Iowa State end up in... They're in the Nike cycle now, right? The Nike yeah. ESPN cycle, which is fantastic. They are. And, and this happened a few years ago. I mean, basically, it was... You go back to the early Hoiberg years when people started really traveling to Destin and those type of places. Yep. And ESPN was just so blown away by the attendance. They're in the cycle now. They're going back to the Bahamas, I think, in a few years. They're going back to Maui, I know. Um, And they are... 
favored by Nike when it comes to basketball. The biggest thing is just don't suck. Right. You know, you can't. Yeah, last have, year helped a lot. Last year was huge. Yep. To and and the other thing that's cool and I and I can tell people about TJ is he he values this stuff. So, like I remember last year, the second we walked into Barclays Center, the first thing TJ did was run up to the ESPN guy who was putting the tournament on and shake Say his hand you, and thank Storm. you and that that type of deal. And then you win it. And then, you know, that was really big coming off that 2-22 and 22 season to go out there and make that sort of a statement, especially in a place where it really didn't make sense for Iowa State to have the most fans, yet they did. They did, right. Out there in New Jersey. And I, I don't know about Portland. Clearly, there's going to be a lot of Oregon fans there. But you look at the rest of these teams – North Carolina has fans all over the country, they will. so I'm, I'm guessing they'll have the most fans. Yep. Other than Oregon. Uh, Villanova, Iowa State will probably have more fans. Totally. UConn, Iowa State will probably have more fans. Yep. Bama, for sure. Yep. And Michigan State, maybe a toss-up yeah, because yeah. they're pretty diehard blue blood basketball type. But that that's how it worked out. And the, the coolest part for me, Bloom, of all of this, is that the Iowa State women are here, too. Oh, it's, yeah, fantastic. And the Iowa women are in next year, right? No, they're there too. They're both in Portland this year. But they can't play each other. I don't know. I think they could. I don't think they can play each other. Maybe I. I no, they're in the next year. Are they next year? Yeah. Sure. Because there's only four teams in the women's bracket that I'm aware. Well, of. I anyway. Uh, it's 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 uh to have them both out there, which would be nice, because you what you could potentially do both games on the radio if it works out. Uh, no, I will you just got that be, figured out. Okay. Yeah, they they made some changes. I'm just doing men's games. Okay. It'll be Noah Wolf and Lindsey Fennelly for the women, and then myself and uh, Darren Hanson. Darren Hanson. I've never old met you, him. You old UNO. Coach. I'm, a, I'm about to meet Darren for the first time uh, coming up. So yeah, he's the old UNO coach, and he'll be with me on the second. So is it right Thursday, there. Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Sunday. So Saturday's an off yeah. day. So you'll be able to watch the Saturday's an off day, game. and I'll be doing. Cyclone reaction and everything like normal on Cyclone Fanatic during the Saturday deal. But yeah, Sunday, the women's championship game is at 6.30 and uh, the men's championship, I'm, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll burn that bridge if we can get there. Do you know anything about the matchup with Michigan State for the women to start things off? So that will be Thursday evening on on Thanksgiving at 6.30 when the Perfect. women tip off on ESPNU. So Iowa is out there as well, but it's a separate four-team pod. Okay, that's what that's I thought. That's what's confusing. I, so okay. the men's tournament, eight teams. Yes. The women's tournament, four-team pods, each play two. Again, so we weren't okay. promised. These whiskey sours are very good. <laughs> we're, we're, doing, we're doing okay. No, I mean, a lot of history, though, with Michigan State. If you think about it, Iowa State played them in San Antonio yeah, not long two ago. years ago in the uh, – Round of 32. Was that the round of no? It was the round of the first the opening round game, and then lost to A and M. And then, but when Iowa State made the Elite Eight in 2009 in in Palo Alto, that was also against Michigan State. So some history there. I don't believe they're a they're not one of the top two programs in the Big Ten, but always solid up there in in East Lansing. So that'll be a good test and see where the women I, are at. I personally think that the U and I game is really good for the team. Oh, yeah, it was Wasn't it good great for test. you win the game, which is all that matters. But for a team like this that like, everybody's talking about, like, that's not a bad thing to let them 
No, I mean, the best the best thing to do is win close games in the non-conference, honestly. Because, mm-hmm. again, your net ranking, your RPI will take a little bit of hit from that, but it's really not the end of the world. And Iowa State's going to face a tough enough schedule that the analytics will be fine. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see if Iowa State can win this uh, this women's pod. You're, you're in good shape because, you know, Iowa just lost last week to, to K-State. State, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, Iowa State has to go there, but Iowa State's going to be fine from an analytics standpoint here. Am I wrong? Here. Tell me if I'm just blinded by my cloneness. Okay. Iowa's kind of overrated at number oh, four, right? Completely overrated. Okay. Completely overrated. I mean, they have arguably the best player in the country. Like, uh, I mean, uh, the flashiest for sure. Flashiest player. She's very good. She's very yeah. unique. Like, She's unique. But why are they the fourth-ranked team in the country? Because of the flash. Because of Caitlin? Yeah. I mean, they did make a Sweet 16. Don't get me. Or no, 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 they didn't. They didn't. They got beat by Creighton. Because Iowa State lost to Creighton. Yeah. It. If Iowa State go 2-0, and I mean, the other side of that pot is North Carolina and Oregon, both really strong programs. That would... This would but be like, a, big, a I, big deal. Even, like, so we're going to be out in Vegas for Iowa everywhere at Circa during that that game for the Iowa State game and they're going to make a point spread Circa is for that game Great. just because it's we're going to be City. out there yep. Iowa State should be favored even in Iowa City I don't think so you don't think they should be I, well I don't think they will be I don't either I'm saying should they be it'd be an interesting isn't their backcourt considerably better oh, the, I mean Clark and Jones are somewhat neutralizing each other I, I, right they're both all Americans that's the thing is like Okay, you're going to get me off on a tangent here. What are we going to respect what Ashley Jones has done? Well, she's been overshadowed by Caitlin. Yeah, Yeah. almost unfortunately so. And I get Caitlin makes 35-foot jumpers, which is... Yeah, she plays like Steph Curry. It's great. Yeah. But Ashley... Chris, I I ran the numbers last week. Ashley Jones is going to be one of the 13 players in women's basketball history in Division I to score 3,000 points in her career. Now, granted, okay, the COVID year. She's got an extra year. Yep, for sure. But she's fourth in active Division One point scores already. And she's done it, percentage-wise, a lot more efficient than Clark has. So, but yet she's, I don't know, it's almost like she's like, oh, yeah, Ashley Jones is back. So, anyway, I, I hope Ashley will get some attention as she gets that 3,000 point mark. Because she's a very quiet person. Yeah, well, she's just not. She just doesn't have the dynamic. And she scores a lot of her points at the free throw line and backing and, in in the post. And, like, you know. Yeah, she's not making 35 She's footers. kind of the anti-Caitlin Clark in that sense. Yeah, so I just. I just. I'm I, for Caitlin. I, I, watched, I watched Iowa Drake. Okay. On the women's side. And yeah. I watched, like, a quarter. So I'm not an expert here. But I watched a lot of their games down the stretch last year. I watched them play Iowa State. Iowa yep. State should be favored in that game. I and if they're, I'm going to bet on Iowa State. I want to go. That'll that'll be a sold out crowd. It'll be great. It'll be one of the great sporting events in Iowa. Uh, I love the women's. Well, basketball. we'll be in Vegas. We're going to be in Vegas. We're going to have our own little suite. We'll watching have that we'll game. have a way to watch that though. I ESPN can't two. It's on ESPN two on that seventh. And it's at six o'clock. So six o'clock early, Iowa time. Early tip off on ESPN two. All right. So big big weekend for the ladies as well. This is on, so. You look at, and this is hard to say now, but you look at March. If Iowa State can go two and one, their percentages of making the NCAA tournament go way up. 
two and one's the key, right? Just two and one two is and a one. big vault. Now, if you go three and zero, oh, it's like a dream weekend. It's a dream weekend. Yeah. One and two, you don't lose anything. You really don't. Like you won't. Just beat Portland. Just beat Portland, and you're fine. You're status quo at that point. Yeah. But you go two and one, you boost yourself. You 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 really help. It's basically okay. We're just to, just to give you an example, winning if you beat Villanova. And you beat like the organ on the other side, or whoever whoever's on that that bottom side. It's like winning a Big 12 game. That's the equivalent here. Now you go one and two. It's holding serve. It's fine. But you go two and one. You can basically then replace a Big 12 victory for win, for going two and one. Three and zero oh is two games worth. You go three and zero, seat up. You can go six and twelve, and you're gonna make the tournament. Mm-hmm. So this this matters. It it really does. It's like it's a double-edged sword. It's like you play good competition, yet it can really help you, give you a boost. And the like we said earlier in the in the in the show here, I would say it's two wins in Brooklyn last year were the springboard to the rest of the season. All right, real quick. Well, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because there's so much. And, and granted, we're recording this where we haven't even seen one of the games. The Milwaukee game because we should beat them. This well, I'd like talking to think so. two days in advance. D- has your opinion on the season? It's the same. No, it's in the, the ex- first two games. It's the exact same in that Iowa State defensively is going to be a pain in the neck for everybody, and I think offensively they are a little bit better than where they were last year in that they can avoid some of those droughts because they can get to the free throw line a little bit more. Remember, they were 290th in the country last year in free throw rate. And then between Oshun, Hassan Ward, Jazz has been a little bit more active. You get some more help inside. That'll help stave off some of the droughts. So I'm encouraged with this, this Iowa State team. Right now, Ken Palm has them in the 50s. I think that's appropriate. But again, you go two and one this week, you're into the low 40s, and uh, you're in really good shape. All right. How about you? Are you, are you, are you I think I, I, I like this team. I really do. Like, I, I like. I think this team's a lot further ahead than it was the, a year ago. The Big 12 has shown a little bit of Yeah, cracks. some weakness. And I'll, and I'll be brutally honest here. I, I, I called TJ when TCU lost and when Oklahoma State lost, and I was like, hey, help me make sense of this. And he goes, it's not phasing me at all because these are – this is interesting with your NIL world too where high majors now have seven, eight new guys and a lot of these low to mid-majors have – they're bringing back ten dudes. Sure. Early in the season, it's a huge advantage for those guys. And that was kind of TJ's theory that, like, I'm not going to overreact to Oklahoma losing. Well, I think TCU is still going to be really good. Uh, The fact they've lost Northwestern is bizarre, though. They almost lost to Pine Bluff. I know they have a guy out, but like. They do, but it's like, are you start. Because we've seen this, right? It reminds me of the Wayne Morgan. Yeah, where you start to read about yourself, and then you're like, wait a second. We're not putting the work in anymore. Am I, am what I happened down to my TCU? guy, Eddie Lampkin? Am I down on TCU? We've got some time to write. They have a big game this week against Providence. That'll be interesting. They play Cal as well. We'll find out a little bit more when about When you TCU. think of Providence, do you just think of Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> no, but now I do. <laughs> Pets, heads are, were they in Providence? Yeah. 
We got no food. Got no water. We got no jobs. Sea bass. Our pets' heads are falling off. Little place called Aspen. And you know how I know that I always remember is because the detective at the end, she goes, I've been following you two all the way since Providence. <laughs> it's, I mean, I need to watch. It's, is that a Christmas movie? It's not really a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas but they're, movie. But they're but in they're in the it's in the winter in Aspen. When is Dumb and Dumber filmed? Like what era of what time of the year is that? Is it February? Because it's nice in Providence when Petey's heads fall off. Petey's head falls off. Right? Oh. Oh his head fell. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty old. <laughs> That's it. I've had it with this dump. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Okay, right. just calm, calm down. down. What the hell are we doing here, Harry? It's kind of like family Thanksgiving. Town. Yeah, and go where? Where are we going to go? I'll tell you where. This is great. Someplace warm. <laughs> a place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. What? I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't remember. That. Wait a minute. I know what you're up to, mister. Yeah, so, you just want to go to Aspen. Kind of reminds me of your family Thanksgiving, though. That was released. What are we doing here, Harry? <laughs> it's released December 6th, 1994. 94? 28 years ago. Shut up. How old do we feel right now? Oh, my. Jacqueline Cordova hey, is younger than that. Bring in Jacqueline on here yeah, on the Jacqueline, podcast. Uh, Jacqueline, you're Jack under 28, right? Jacqueline is our designated driver on the Thanksgiving edition of the Williams and Bloom podcast. Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? Pull that closer on, to your mouth. Yeah, are you Come professional here? There you go. Yeah. You've seen it? I have. Several times. Do you um, like it? No. You, wait, right? You don't like it? Eat the microphone, Jacqueline. Sorry, it's my first rodeo. There you go. That's a little better. <laughs> That's a little better. Um, yes, I have seen it several times. You're fine. Just keep talking. You're Unfortunately, good Unfortunately, one of them was on a... Hang out with a gentleman. Oh, he you're on a this, date. This was his idea of fun, and it was really. Well, I like really this. Guy. Actually, I, why didn't you marry him? He's now married, actually. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't the one. You know what's funny? Like Dumb and Dumber. Uh, I had a date back in the early 2000s, and I thought it'd be great to to watch Major League. See, have you seen Major League? I have with, seen uh, Major Luke League. Brown. Yeah, and uh, my date didn't quite appreciate it, <laughs> so I'm not I feel, surprised. I feel for this gentleman who, who tried, like, like Dumb and Dumber was was gonna be gonna be the one, and it apparently didn't work for Jacqueline, so that's that's well, okay. No, that's that's not the vibe. You can't just be like, hey, it's a nice Sunday evening. Let's let's, watch let's hang out, Dumber. watch Dumb and let's Dumber. Let's watch Lloyd and Harry. Mine. I actually feel like Harry. To me, to me, I feel like. <laughs> 
that's probably what I would do. Even now? What about now? Oh, but it's like, you're I don't even know what I would do if I had to date. It's probably I don't think thing. I ever would. I'm, I think I'd just be like, yeah, you I'm know good. what? Check it out. Checked out. Just come to these Mechdyne socials. <laughs> Sam, Samsonite? That's the only time I get out of my house. Once a month, I just come hang out with these folks here at Mechdyne at the Whistle and Pig. Doesn't this make you want to work for Mechdyne, though? Honestly? It's a hell of a lot better than working for Cyclone Fanatic. I mean, where's your... I mean, did you hear the words of affirmation from their I boss? Did. <laughs> I did. Jacqueline talking about her love languages. <laughs> so, where's your Friday afternoon socials for Cyclone Fanatic? We haven't done Yeah, one. where's our Come socials? On. What's our holiday plan? What, what the heck, man? The last time we did, like, a true holiday party, Krogs ended up on the ground, like, humping jerks. <laughs> oh and, and, like, I was just like... Can we really be doing this? Like, because the problem is we don't have like a limit. We don't have HR. We don't have anything. Maybe don't publicate. All right, you know what I'm saying though. Like, we don't have any of this stuff that, that these great folks here at MacDyne do. I figured out. Yeah. yeah. Moral of the story: Don't work for us. Actually, no, I no, think, it's, I think we need it's a, kind of the we opposite. Need a, we need a Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, we do. All it's, right. it's time. It's time Let's to bring it back. Make, make Stainsbury plan the thing. No. No. Then no. it won't happen. That's too far. Yeah, well, let's let Jacqueline. Yeah, let Jacqueline and the Title IX girls can figure it, it out. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's the way that. That's what we should do. Uh, real quick. Now, Jacqueline, we're recording this. Okay. Where we have not seen wrestling versus Grandview. Shouldn't have been a problem, though, right? No. Let's I'm see how smart you are so the people listening know the result of Grandview, Iowa State, but you don't. What's the score? You asked me this in the car, and I wasn't ready. I'm still not ready. Um, I'm going to guess there's only truly one weight that I walk into these matches concerned, and we've only had one true duel this season so far. Yeah. So I would anticipate Iowa State – I, I'm not going to say Granby's not going to give them a run for the money because these guys are going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they're kind of like the Drake game. They're kind of mother effers, those yep. Granby wrestling boys. Mitchell, Mitchell. In the most like complimentary way I can possibly say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying uh, 35 to 9. 35 to 9, I like yeah. it. I'll take the under. <laughs> No, yeah. It's I don't even know what that means. I don't even know. They <laughs> you get your um, friends at Circa to do uh, do they do wrestling point spreads? They 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 will, but probably not for Grandview. Right. For the Iowa State They deal? would absolutely do an Iowa State one. For sure. Like there's no doubt about that that they do that for us. What's your, what are you looking forward to in Portland? Craft beer seems pretty good. Yeah, I I did Eugene. You know, I went out and called Iowa State, yeah. Oregon State a few yeah. years ago. You stayed in, but you stayed, in, stayed Eugene. in Eugene, and then we bust out there. Portland's a little different from what I understand. So I've debated. Are you this. downtown? Yeah, I've debated, the, and I'm not going to do it. I, I made a decision. I thought about Saturday night going out to the Civil War, the football game. Yeah, not the actual Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. No, but it's in Corvallis. But you, you don't have a, big, a game Saturday. Right. Correct. I'm a big Corvallis guy. Do you want people to reach out to you that are in? Because I had somebody reach out. My guy, Mike. Yeah, I don't like, know. That Do you want you want to hang out with Cyclones on Saturday, or do you want to just do your own thing? Maybe. Like, do you I like mean, people? If, if there do you was, like people or not? If there was, like, an Iowa State game watch, I would go to it. There you go. I would do that. Dude in Portland? But I don't want to meet up with, like, one random guy. Do you remember we ran? We, <laughs> like, that doesn't sound really appealing <laughs> <Do you remember laughs> at all. 
It's funny. But if there was like a group of like 20 Iowa State fans how, in Oregon getting together to watch the football game, I would absolutely go to that. How great was the game watch in Myrtle Beach uh, in, iconic, or in 17? Greatest Cyclone Fanatic game watch of all time. And, and out of the blue. Have you ever heard this story, Jack? This is fantastic. I probably have, but definitely would love to hear it again. This You're is like actually, making cold calls on like Wednesday. <laughs> so this is actually going in the book. This is part of the first it's, chapter. Oh my the whole first gosh. chapter is an ode to the clone nation. I, I feel and, bad for the people listening to this podcast, but this is a great story. No, they're loving it. Okay. So we're out there calling um, the Puerto you know, Rico Invitational the, the, in Myrtle Beach. The, the Jacoby Long Game. The Jacoby Long Game. Yes. Tulsa. And, and Iowa State's playing Baylor early on, in the Campbell in, era. In football. And yep. there were so many Iowa State basketball fans out there, and they wanted somewhere to watch the game. And they kept coming up to us on press row and saying, hey, organize something, we'll yes. go there. Yes. So James, our buddy out there who lives in Myrtle Beach. Golf guy. Yep. James is the man. He, I, I get in touch with him, and I'm like, hey, give me some businesses. I'm going to call around, see if we can line it up. Get this place, beautiful place. It's on this, on like, beach. marsh right yep. on the beach. Like, it's, yep. it's just beautiful. Picturesque. You couldn't have a better place. If you're on vacation watching basketball yeah. to watch the get football some, game. Get some lobster. It was amazing. Or <laughs> we're like, hey, we think we might have like 30 people. Yeah. So I call the people. I'm like, yeah, 30, 30 tops. 30 tops. And they're like, oh, yeah, come we got on a, over. They're like, we have a wedding. Yeah. We got a wedding, so we, just keep it low key. We had it at least 100. <laughs> oh, it's way more than that. Yeah, I would say closer to 200, but at least 100 show up. And drank the place dry. Yeah. Like the place was like completely overwhelmed to the point where the waitresses were pissed off. They kicked us out. You had all these like just crazy Iowa State fans who were coming from 10 degrees to Myrtle Beach where you're all in shorts <laughs> and they're just binge drinking like crazy. Iowa State beats Baylor. And we wanted to stay and hang. And they kicked us out because, because they, they had, had their wedding. They had their wedding and we were drinking too much beer. <laughs> it was a little bit like the Jerry the King Lawler yeah, game very watch. Similar. Very similar. Which was the next month. Yeah. That was a great that was a great night. That's one of my favorite Iowa State memories was that was that day. I, I still to keep in touch with some friends that we met that night. We ended up Myrtle Beach downtown. Then beat that. uh then beat up on uh, Boise State in the final. Who beat up on Larry Eustachy That's before right. that. Eustachy was there, hey, too. Clover, get over Come here. Come on, Clover. Welcome on. Let's, let's I, talk about the company. I kind of want these. one of these. Hey, would you give me one of those whiskey sours? Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Jacqueline. Yeah, I tried it. It's amazing. Really, really good. What am I doing? You put on the headset. We know Clover. I'll take another one of these, if, <laughs> I guess. Try that. What do we got here, sir? Can't tell you until you try it. Harry, welcome to the pod. Great. It's oh, the this is recording. Yeah, we're yeah, recording. Yeah, you're oh. on. This is this is the you're not live. So if you yeah, like, we can we, flip we up, can we edit can, it. We can edit it. But oh, good. So Mechdine's been a partner. What seat up since since pandemic. the pandemic? Yeah, and we've never well, heard from I, no, but the I great met, Chris Clover. I have met Chris before that. I, yeah, they, I told they a did. good story about you earlier. The first time I ever came up here to meet you, and Next I store. yeah, and I really respected this about you, where you you said, hey. I want you to get to know the company before you will like endorse us. And I, I, I've never before then and since then had anybody say that to me. That was cool. Really? Yeah. Like most people just want the results, right? Mm -hmm. Like they, that's is an advertiser and I, I understand that, but you, you wanted like the appropriate type of, you know, 
verbal passing along, for lack of a better yeah, partnership. term. Partnership. Yeah, like, well, like to be a true partnership and not just be reading off of a sheet that you guys provide to us. We're an acquired taste, so you <laughs> well, you might not have wanted to. Welcome to the party. We are, too, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so then it's, yeah, making sure that you guys would actually mm. feel good about repping us. That is a Ron Zacapa XO rum. That's rum? This is rum. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, talk to your Des Moines guys about that sometime. Why, That's why is that at the Fiddled and Whistle in Marshalltown? Try that. sample. Uh, this place because, is amazing, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're the real deal here. Um you weren't kidding about the whiskey sours, too. That is. That, that's, that, I had an old-fashioned, and it was phenomenal. This is Luxardo cherries, and, like, it's all the real deal. This is homemade. There's nothing in here that's a mix. This is – and they'll do this with my Whistle Pig 12-year rye and any kind of rum you so want. your company why, – why do events like this? Like yeah. I, I, mean, I think people people like Cyclone Fanatic. Okay, we talked about the basketball. Yeah, but we already think, did all that. But mm. culture of a company – and leadership. And We're really into this too. Yeah, so. like what, why, why events like this? Because I, th- I think it's as you're trying to separate yourself in the market from an employment standpoint, it's important. Well, we're in small town Iowa, uh, and you know we we. We, there's a lot of advantages to being in a small town. And like we do business all over the, well, really the globe. Right. Do. But the people in, in central Iowa are, are amazing and they will do anything and go anywhere. And so we like to, um, you know, come up with differentiators. But this is really our way to thank people, you know, get everybody together. At least in Marshalltown, we've got offices that do similar things around the country, but um, letting them you know talk about each other and what's going well and and uh, thanking each other and just celebrating being a part of Mechdyne is why we do it. Are you prepared for the day when I get canceled because something happens and I call you and need a job? I don't think you'd pass our <laughs> screening process. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought I would just get in. Like, I, I, no, no HR needed. Well, you know, check you, the background. Your first. drinking taste might get you in, but I'm not sure about the rest of it. Um, That's fair. But, um, you know, I'd, we'd have to get your take on the. Um, you know, a zone blocking scheme or something to, <laughs> Just to pass you know, the I'm, test. Yeah. To, you know, get in. All right. You know, now, now Bloom, he's he uh, he's got the historical context, so he might have a better shot. Cause I was just, I was, I'm a little more flamboyant. If, if I quizzed him about in this true story, I'm thinking, <laughs> who's this new basketball team remind me of? And and you know, Williams was a Hawkeye before, so he won't remember this. But Tom thinking, Davis, man, the, we just pressed uh, the first. <laughs> right, seriously, the first. Um, you may remember Tim. Fl- I think it was his first year where he had no second year because after Hoiberg left. Yeah, that was Cedric Willoughby. Oh yeah, and then they Kato, got uh, Kelvin Cato. Pratt. And I was thinking Holloway. For some reason, you know, they were the junkyard dogs, and I was mm-hmm. thinking getting Shun and some of those guys. Yeah, would be like. Would this team be like that? Oh, I like that comparison. The, the only thing they might be lacking in a because you know J.C. Holloway. Maybe that's maybe that's Taman Lipsy. Maybe that's Taman Lipsy. Oh. You got Kelvin Cato. Okay, you know, Shun. Uh, yeah. Yep. I was trying to, you know, who's, hey, who's this guy? What's this guy doing? Um, he's we got a guy flashing. He's got a hot guy on he's his fired. nipple. <laughs> he's fired. Yeah. <laughs> Terminate him. I like that. Uh, honestly, Shun, 
way like he's the closest to Kelvin Cato. Maybe Iowa State's had really? since Kelvin Cato. Well, so so I tried. I'm like, could we be like that? You know, they were defensive. I, yeah, they won they games they didn't 62 score. to 60. Could 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 Kalsher be the Willoughby? Probably not there. Well, that's that's the one I was trying yeah. to figure out the Willoughby equivalent. Because Dedrick was like, hey, we'll, what do we do? We're like, we'll give the ball to Dedrick. Who's the was it Sean Bankhead? Sean Bankhead Who's was the, the defender. Sean Bankhead of the team. I mean, so that he was the linebacker, right? Uh, mm. Well, he looked like a linebacker. He was the defensive specialist. You're thinking of Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson. That's similar. Guy. That's Stevie Johnson. Yeah. Similar Kenny guy. Pratt. Who's yeah. Kenny Pratt of this? I mean, team? that's the, Kenny Pratt was a six foot four guy that was couldn't jump. That still was a power forward. Like you're not going to find a Kenny Pratt ever again. But I like the. Is there I something like that. there that they could? I do like that. Uh, you know that they play defense. There's a uh, no. Team, that's what. That's what so those, te- those. If you look at the numbers. And I, I'm a nerd, so I look at the numbers. We know. What that team did so well in 96, Seven, 97 yeah. was they defended, which yep. is, okay, great. But they also got to the line. They got to the free throw line a, a crap lot. ton. Mm-hmm. That's where last year's team, that was the biggest deficiency, was they did not shoot many free throws. Correct. So what free throws get you is, again, drought prevention. Yep. And then Willoughby was the other. That team was not very good of, uh, e- efficiency-wise on offense. This team won't be either. Kenny Pratt could get to the free throw I, line but he would, All command. the time. All the time. Same with Dedrick. Dedrick got fouled all the time. I would argue. I love that, that this, comparison. That this team will be much better offensive rating-wise than, than last year. Than last year. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. And so I, but but no, I, your, I don't think it'll be as good defensively. I, or, or, let me tell you this. I think, I, Jared, I think you're going to go from like 5 to 30, which is still really good. The interior is probably going to be better defensively, though. Correct. With Shun. With Shun and Ward. Offensively, though. Yeah. Like, if you look really, and no disrespect to George Condit, who's making money now. Yeah. He's, yep. Or Robert. But they were a zeros. They were they were non-entities. As far as offensive season. interior play right. went last year. Where that will not. Robert Jones, and I get it, he's, they're not playing anyone. But he's taken his well, game j- up. Jazz, Jazz has given a little bit more already. So No, I, lo- I love the Robert I had love an amazing comparison. move on Sunday at that. Like yeah, a little hook shot even. Yeah, yeah, he might be big. Around. Big Rob energy. I do know the fact that the fact that he's getting minutes over Hassan Ward is. I think Ward's one of those game guys, though. Hassan no. looked good, and he has last he, twice. Sunday. From what he I understand good. about him is that they're really excited about him, but he he's. You'll see, guy. I think back to the McDermott era where you had guys who looked really good against. Mid-major folks, yeah, and then you get hard to the to tell. power five. Well, again, this is why this week's so important. Yeah, so let's see about let's Hassan see. and we'll what he does more. this week against Villanova and North Carolina and whatnot. And, and, and to your point, Clover, the uh, that team, the early Willoughby-Cato teams, feasted on bad teams but got confidence. Yep. This will be interesting uh, this week. Thank Look you, at, Jacqueline. I think this will be, again, to our earlier mm. point, you go one and two, you're fine. It's no big deal. But you go two and one, three and zero, oh even, oh. and you're in really good shape going forward. So I love that. I love that comparison, and I love anybody. Anytime we can mention Sean Bankhead, <laughs> is a good day for me. All right, now I need to ask you. We're rolling in here on Main Street in Marshalltown. I just derailed this whole podcast going back to basketball. You guys probably already covered all this. This right? place, oh, is, this whole this street is haunted, right? I mean, oh, these yeah. houses rolling in. Oh, yeah. oh, the whole yeah. town is. They're all like century-old yeah. homes. If you brought well, not the Geiger counter. What do you call the EMR measuring? Oh, yeah. The, what do you call that? The Ouija boards? No. No, so the, the electronic. <laughs> a serious 
podcast, Brent. Yeah. So did you listen to the uh, Chris Williams podcast with the paranormal Half investigator? Half it. Yeah. Yep. It's presented by MacDyne. Yes. I, I'm, yeah. The electronic voice phenomenon. What? Where they yeah. take the little. So if you take your digital voice recorder, a ghost can talk to you through it where you can't hear it through oh your ears, gosh. but the frequency of the voice recorder can pick it up. Do you yeah. know that? Yep. Do you believe in this, Clover? Well, I, I mean, you're an AV guy. Because I'm driving into the rails Marshalltown. are we going on this? You're, well, te- you're a technology I'm, guy. I'm driving into Marshalltown here, and I, I was I says to Bloom, I go, haunted, haunted, haunted. He, he I'm looking that. at these yep. houses, yep. and it's it's pretty obvious to me. But you have to be, like, you have to have the, you got to be wired to be able to sense that. Like, the non-believers aren't going to be able to. Yeah, I didn't, that was not my first thought. My first yeah. thought was like, that's a short par four at Elmwood. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. I love that mode country club. One well, of my favorites. Yeah, we don't have time for the, the question. Really, is are they ghosts or are they aliens? Well, gee, the alien thing's picking up a lot of steam right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> it feels no, I'm all over CNN these days. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, can people always say, "Oh, Williams, you're so into this. Can you prove it?" No. Okay, but but, but logically, you can because this is where I guess John Miller would enjoy this, but. Um, there's how many trillions of stars just in our galaxy, and then how many trillions of galaxies are there? You're a PhD. So the, the whole yes, question is, do you, do you really believe statistically <laughs> that there's just one? Like, your, our odds of being the only ones in this universe are, you, uh, I can't even do the math, trillions of times less so likely I, than you win in the trillion-dollar Williams. So here's what's fun. I want to get you and, and Dr. Matt Urban on together. Oh, yeah. Because my guy Matt Urban would say, well, show me some proof. That's what he would say. Well, he's, well, that's a, the he's a doctor. Paradox. <laughs> he's a doctor. That's he's the, just being a dick to me, though. That's yeah. the thing. He's just antagonizing me. We were on vacation uh, a year, last year. Yeah. And we watched this whole documentary on aliens. The whole time, he's just like, well, there's no proof there. But this is the thing. Like, <laughs> do you really believe how do you, th- how, you know how the universe is? A lot. It's all. Uh, billions upon billions. Billions upon billions. So you, is it really that hard to believe that, oh, my God, are we going to? We're not going to get any ratings for this podcast. No, no it's great. People are, people are in. People I'm are driving saying, to see their in-laws. Yeah, Do you we, think that you, this okay, is bothering yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> right, Compare a stealth fighter today with what cavemen would have had 200,000 years ago, right? Okay. Okay? I've, I see it. Now imagine that there's a civilization a billion years older than we are, which is easily, you know, statistically probably almost a certainty. Do we really think they couldn't figure it out? Figure out how to not to but hide then, from us? So, okay, I, again, this is so they far. They be sitting right here in this booth, and we don't know it. This is so far from the PK, yep. PKI Invitational here. <laughs> but let's explore this topic. But then, why haven't? Like, there's no. Because we're dumb is proof. what we're saying. We're dumb. But why would they not want to establish themselves? Like, like because they know we're dumb. They no, don't want us. But here's to my see thing. Them. Like, I'm not a tall person, but if I ever see a shorter person, I'm like, give me the ball on the post. I want to post you up. No, no. Like, if I'm an alien, this is your. I'm like, give me the ball on the post. This is why you're looking at all wrong, Brent. Best whiskey sour of my life. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. Give me the ball on the post. Did you try I the will, XO? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I will post you up, and I'm going to tell you. About, like, I'm. Like, did you see Tyrese Hunter? Or excuse me, Tyrese Halliburton? 
Halliburton. Mm. Give Monte Morris short guy move the other he's day. Double doubles all over the yeah. place. Dude, he's he, insane. He, that's the new thing. It's like if I was an alien and, I'm, and my and my technology was that much better than yours, I give you the short guy technique. Like, hey, I'm better than you. Okay, I'm gonna tell right, you about it. This is where you're you're you know, and it's okay, Chris. A lot of people are less sophisticated than we are about this stuff. <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about uh, the difference between you and a, another person that's almost close. What this really is is the difference between you and some microbe out in the dirt somewhere. I, yeah, okay. So are you going to go hang out with some microbe in the dirt? No, hey, I'm going to post you up. <laughs> <laughs> no. no there, we're walking. My old partner, Ross Peterson, used to say this all the time. Oh, we're walking around picking up the dog shit in a bag. And the, and the aliens are like watching us do this. Like, what do you what think they doing? think of yeah. us? Yeah. You know, what do they think of us? We are like microbes to them, so they don't care. They're just. <laughs> they're entertained. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, Look at they, these idiots. This is not even worth. Yeah. Oh, it's man. It's not that this hard. Could go on forever. And this is why, yeah, the super smart people are kind of dumb. And the super dumb people could be smart. I don't know, Chris. Yeah. Might, I don't know which category that puts uh, us that in. That makes. I'm in the super I, dumb people that might be smart. <laughs> that would be. I'm just. To go from. Sean Bankhead, Kenny Pratt, don't forget and Kenny, Kenny Pratt to aliens. Fifth, who am I missing? J.C. Holloway. You where, got does, them all. where does Kato, Kenny where does Pratt? Where does my where does oh, fire up be. the grill yeah, yeah. fit in? Where does he fit in? Well, I'd like uh, he would might be a Willoughby, but he hasn't really you know, can't make a shot to, up yet. To yeah. test the real timers in ninety six, ninety seven, if you could name like multiple bench players on that team, then then we can. Bloom and I used to do this a, thing before the, before you know it is not that easy. After rounds of golf, we would play games where you had to name name like, name the Iowa State roster in two thousand three, yeah. and it's not I mean, it's like, not easy. Every recruit Greg McDermott ever mm-hmm. signed, and you had to come up with those. That's how we would have fun. See, I could do that from the mid-80s to about Willoughby and... Yeah, you, 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 then you had a job. Then you get old and you hard. got a job. And yeah. then you, I can't remember like the 2000 Yeah, that's, I, that gets Wayne tough. Morgan era on, I could probably knock him out. For me. Actually, I could probably go up through Pfizer because oh, back-to-back Big 12 trainers. Richard Hawkins, yeah. my guy. My, do you know Richard Hawkins? My introduction to Iowa State basketball was Wayne Morgan. That's crazy because you missed the best. Well, I mean, I, 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 was, I watched it, but I, I wasn't involved. Between friends here, I would love to get uh, Larry Stacey on a podcast. Can oh we my still God. make that happen? Oh, if you could I, do that. You know, I think we probably we'll could. sponsor that. I think that we – I, I want to have – like I want – three. I want – it's been 20 – He'll do it. 20 years. He'll he got let go March of 2003. It's been yep. 20 years. I wonder what TJ's deal is with him. If there's let's, any let's sort figure of this out. Okay, a little teaser. I know Randy Peterson's still in touch with him. Like, I, I, I feel like help us. I feel like <laughs> totally do that. There's a handful of people that could conduct that podcast. I met him in the Bahamas, Larry, a few years ago when Prome was still the coach at the tournament down there. Yeah, um, he was there in a, like a Hawaiian shirt and he was cheering for Iowa State. Why he was went, he, he just on vacation? Just yeah. randomly. Okay, he well, was there. Well, and, and, let's set it up. And Randy Peterson, God bless him, yep, Randy took me over it. and introduced me to him. I mean, I know it's controversial, but Larry Stacy, you guys are too young, but oh my no. God, he was 
Be such a unique best, character. Best and, there ever was. Best, I mean, best Iowa State run there ever yep. was. Yep. Um, I still well, my favorite team. Weren't they falling off though? Like, give me a history lesson. No, like, wasn't no, that, no, well, they weren't. That no, that's another. But they podcast. were gonna like yeah. rebound them. It was gonna they come had back. All those recruits like Heinrich come back. and Collison, yep. and all, right? Like, it was gonna come back. Yeah. Okay. They had a down year. It's kind of like Iowa State football this it year. It wasn't Heinrich and Collison. Yeah, that's a good point, Chris. And you have a down year. You have a down year. At some point, people need to just come to you terms can't, with that. Yeah. Everyone's. I mean, you're Iowa State. We're not. We're not a blue blood. So you're gonna have this. Is my favorite quote. Success is not linear. You Correct. can't. You can't go a straight Can line. Can you explain up. what? Okay, thank you. you know I don't know if saying? Chris knows what yeah, linear get that. means. What do you think I am? <laughs> linear means straight line. <laughs> no, but for real though, have there been ghost sightings here on Main Street in Marshalltown? Because yeah. there's a lot of haunted-looking homes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like if I you, would imagine on Halloween, like that place is crazy. Oh yeah. The East Main has yeah, it's all these nineteen oh, like It's actually quite century. stunning when you drive yeah. in. Did you come in East Main then? Yeah. Oh, you did the deal. Did really kind of cool. Yeah. Google Maps to see all those. Talk to Brent's dad. It's century yeah. homes. This is yeah. God's country here. Elmwood Country Club. Yeah. Roundhouse. Do there are there ghost sightings? <laughs> Yes, but people don't like to talk about it because then others won't mention any names or look at anybody, but they'll judge, you know. I ain't judging anybody. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I wouldn't judge, but some people judge that, so they don't want to speak up. Well, I tell you what, though. There's some sightings back home. They bulldoze the old hospital where, you know, a lot of people die. Yep. And all the homes on the ground where the old hospital got bulldozed, haunted. Oh, have you ever heard of the Stanley Hotel in... Uh, up near um, Estes Park, where they they, yes. filmed, they filmed the. In fact, we went there. What? Yes, we. That was where The Shining was filmed. Yes, right? yes, yeah. exactly. Jack Nicholson. We so, went out there like five years ago on vacation, and I everywhere I travel to. In fact, I already have a handful of Portland ones. <laughs> of course you do. I'm ready to go and visit some Portland taverns. Everywhere I travel to, I find haunted places, and I go to. Tip tip of the hat that Jamie Pollard gave me some Milwaukee ones the last time oh. we were there. Um, so I tell you this. The shiny one, that place is terrifying. So, oh, I tell you this because my daughter, my twelve, my daughter is 12. She turns 12 tomorrow. She's going to celebrate it at Texas Tech with 20 below zero weather. Hey, she is hard. super into the ghost thing. And that was her bucket list to go out. I couldn't go, but my wife and son took her out to the Stanley Hotel. She would, we got to figure out. I don't know if I could do it, but she wants to spend the night at the Velisca you get that's he's, we, I, you got it. But Let's get Johnny. I got. She wants. I know Johnny Hauser. Did you I hear the story? I, we had I'd the, be too terrified. We had the football players near Villisca in the summer, and Isaiah oh, yeah, Lee yeah. backed out. Yep, he well, backed out. He, dude, did you hear that whole deal? You had it set up. Yeah, they were terrified. They, they were terrified. They like, didn't want to part. Anthony Johnson. Maybe look, you know what, Chris? Anthony, is that, Anthony you, Johnson I, comes up kay. to me, looks me in the eye, shakes my hand. He says, "Mr. Williams." Great kid. I appreciate everything you've done for us. We don't want to go to the house. <laughs> Is that? He was horrified. Hold on. And he's a bad mofo. Yeah, if you hold watch on. him out these in are, the backfield, man. Was that, wise the, was that the issue with this year? Because <laughs> they didn't. They didn't they go? Didn't, they, they didn't, didn't raise, honor the spirits? They didn't raise their standard and go to the Volusia They didn't Axe honor the spirits house. and look, look how many close games. That could be. 
But wow. Hey, all right, real quick. Do you, you trade that off of getting murdered by a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> do you think that if we did a Psych One Fanatic road show in Marshalltown next year, that the town would rally behind us and we could bring some players up here and do that? You yeah, think it'd be awesome? Yep. I think it'd be really cool. Do it here at the Haverhill Social Club. They they would. Uh, the Haverhill Social Club. I'll get Steve Loney. Yep. Yeah, get man. Steve. Oh, Loney's in the USFL podcast, now. isn't he? Uh, he was last year. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get him on a podcast. Loney's the best. I did. I did one with him like two years ago. It was really good. Oh, I think. Get him on another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, we need to update we'll get, we'll get it with Steve. him. Yeah. Steve's yeah. the man. I, here's what I would. Steve Loney. I love. You don't know who's how they're going to be politically correct, but it would be great to get Steve Loney. You know how good he was back yeah, in the day to like absolutely. just give us your assessment it, of the Iowa State offense this year. We're on it. <laughs> I we're on. Are, it. are you prepared for the answer? I am. I no, just, I would be curious you know, to see just what. Just yeah. positive. Like, look, I, I would imagine, and I'm on it. Coach, I'm going to be on it. But I would imagine that Coach Loney is throwing up in his mouth watching our offensive line play. So he honestly, I'm just being honest. No, okay, with everybody. okay. I'm going to be fair to everybody involved here. Steve was a hired analyst in the 2019 season. Yeah, I told the story. I watched film with him and Campbell until yep. like 2 a.m. So night. he was one of the yeah. mentors early yeah. for Jeff Myers. Now, Steve did not continue on beyond, I think, the halfway point of that year, just other obligations. But. Yeah, I'm sure he'd have an. You opinion. could do worse than yeah, you know, Steve Loney to come consult. Or I'd make the best. I'd make him the offense. Uh, I'd make him an off. What do you call him? Offensive line consultant. What's the Spencer yeah, Peters analyst, quarterback? Yeah, guy's whatever name? they, whatever they are. Whatever yeah. that thing was. I'll say this again, and I, I honestly think the game against Oklahoma State might have been the worst offensive line output in the Campbell era. Talent plus I'm, what you actually I'm, got. Out I'm of still it. saying we can beat TCU this week. Texas Tech. No, we're recording oh, this Friday. On Friday. Oh, we don't oh. know what happened again. We've already you're told gonna, them. You're going to edit that out then, I take it. No, it is. That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Ghosts. Edit the idiot out. The ghosts. It's all good. Well, we went uh, back in time, I think. Before we before we go, thank you, man. We yeah, appreciate you. you. We So much. And, and I mean it. Like, we, the stuff we say about Mechdyne is, like, Literally, the dude made me do homework. Uh, it's it's a great company, and I was the day that I get canceled by Cyclone Nation, you're gonna get a call from me. Hey, uh, uh, Chris, you need a marketing guy? I appreciate you. You're a great friend, and thank you so much. Thank you. It's been great work with you guys. I love the love everything you do, and it's you know I always I will admit I don't listen to the podcast until probably Tuesday. Um, you're you're but, busy, man. you know. We got a lot of people that um, listen in and. And, um, you know, we're, you guys are helping us add more great teammates, and that's the name that, of the game. I mean, and that's – especially now, like I say this to people all the time, like I'm a big proponent of not settling in your life. It's the easy way out yep. to just settle for what's easy and what's comfortable and, like – there's generally usually better stuff out there if you if you strive yeah, for it. And yeah. I mean, we got this great company here in Central Iowa. And I'm I really I really believe that. So give these mechdine.com and check them out, and then and then Chris will take you out to these social events every month, and you can drink really really great at the whiskey. Fiddle and this is We're not kidding about that. This is sour. the single best. I didn't know whiskey. How do they keep the head on that thing as long as egg whites? Do? Really? That that is that is a egg whites. 
I'll be damned. That, that is, there's no mix in that. That is the real, really absolute real. deal. This is the best cocktail I've ever had in my life, I think. I, yeah, it might be. It's good. That's a worldwide traveler right yeah. there. Chris also appreciates dirt track racing, which we appreciate. Of course. Here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Hey, every, can everybody have a happy we, Thanksgiving? Happy now? Thanksgiving. Are we going to Martinsville next year then to relive this yeah, year? I would love to. Is that going to be a thing? Well, I'm in. Sign me up. You're, um, yeah. I, that was the most incredible finish to a race I've ever seen. Are you a Ross Chastain fan now? Uh, absolutely. Me too. And then uh, your boy. Um, um, Chase? I, no, no, no. Um, Hendrick. Um, Kyle Larson? Kyle Larson. Yeah, was, yeah. like talking trash about it the, the next horrible day. Horrible look. Like what? Horrible look. And I love Kyle, Kyle Larson. Larson is, I know you do. And I hope you hate him now because I don't hate, hate him, but you know what I mean. I don't hate him, but I was very disappointed. That was For a ridiculous. guy who I've watched win. In dozens of dirt races by tearing up his right rear quarter and panel. doing the same thing. Yeah, I like no it was very hypocritical. It was ridiculous. a terrible look, and I and I hated it. Yeah, we need to get you on the Always Race Day podcast sometime. Uh, well, yeah. will you go to Martinsville with us? Jackson's gonna ban me from as long as you don't have to drive. Well, is there is there a private flight? I don't know and, about and, that. And is there whiskey sours? There will be whiskey sours. Then yes. I don't know so about that. In the south, there's going to be good beverages. Good beverages and things to look at. But here's yes, the problem. I mean, we're going to go there and be like, it'll be the worst Martinsville race in history because. I don't care. It doesn't well, matter. I we're going to make it yeah, fun. I won't this is, it. Are, are you guys, like, we'd be ghosts. Would you have wanted to go to that Oklahoma State game? No. I would have been so mad. Oh. Yeah, I'm so glad the, I didn't go The there. Oklahoma State game, I know a lot of Iowa State fans will roll their eyes at this. That was as frustrated as I maybe have been in that Iowa State game. Oh. The, the the Kansas game 2005 where we missed yep. all the kicks yep. and we should have been in the Big 12 championship. Yep. That one because I felt like Cotton and those guys just lost the game for the team. Just yeah. let, oh, yeah. let oh. Meyer throw it to Blythe and Flynn. Yep. Like, come on. Be done is, with it. It's not hard. That game to me <laughs> Um, the Missouri game in 2004 was very similar. Is that the Brad one where they Banks missed the field goal to Chase Daniel. Go to the championship game? Yep. So I don't four or five. No, that was a four. Four or five was yeah, the yeah, Kansas yeah, yeah, yeah. game. The K-State yep. the case the, game in 15. The K-State game in 15 for sure. What are we doing? 19 K-State game. 19 K-State. 17 K-State. The game in 12. 12. The Steel Jans and Jared yep. Barnett game. Yep. Couldn't throw a pass. And then the Kansas, Why, what are we doing? Kansas game this year. That was bad. Yeah. That was and then the bad. Oklahoma State game this year, all in that same category. Should it be Texas? Here, we, we should go out. Here's my thing about going to these games. Like, Mechdyne's second project in history was in Morgantown, West Virginia. Nice. Uh, Don't you, have a, you, you work for Texas too, didn't you? It's the to, coolest yep. town. Morgantown's great. I love I it. I just, I'm terrified of going to these games and then jinxing it. And now I sound super serious. Like I believe in ghosts and aliens. But anyway, jinxes aren't real, but ghosts and aliens are. Yeah, I love Morgantown. So Morgantown on a Saturday night is incredible. Oh. Like we were there for a couple oh weeks. Oh my God, Morgantown on a Tuesday yeah. night. So our second project ever. It's like, yeah, we need to stay in business because this is all right. <laughs> this is okay. Um, so that's, but we'll figure out. Just right. if we go to a game next year, I'm not being blamed if we no jinx the you're, hell you're, out of everything. You're, 
It's uh, not your fault. It's, really, uh, it's it Williams' was, fault. Stillwater's fun, but I don't know if I want. Would we've been in any mood to have any fun in Stillwater? My God. Oh my goodness. It's All right. Kelly's twentieth. We have to. So, we have can you to, talk uh, about Kelly real quick? Yeah. Let's give Kelly, Kelly a give shout out. Give Kelly a oh. shout out. So twentieth anniversary. 20, Twenty years of it. This is the type of people we you're are. You're not that old. No. She. This is when you when you're in the middle of God's country. Yep. You get people Good that people. are just ridiculously earth, amazing man. and they're with you for 20 years and here we are you know cyclone fanatic this I, you know I, you've arrived when you get we met, sponsor cyclone fanatic we met kelly this we afternoon met, we yeah. met kelly when we first walked in here and yep. she was fantastic oh. she's marshalltown grad really really appreciate oh, yeah. bobcats yep go bobcats but I, i'm not I mean, a bobcat by the way but you're a west but, marshall well, i'm a warhawk a warhawk, of, warhawk which is now east it. marshall which yeah, we don't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah, but, right. but um, thank you for all your support yeah, thank you chris i, I appreciate hope that you guys give as much to you guys as you did us we 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 love you like family man Stop blowing me off and come up more often. Oh, s- shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm not even going to address that on the podcast. Hey, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, happy everybody. Thanksgiving. If, if your uncle blows up the bathroom, listen, <laughs> give, him a give it 20 minutes. Do the air have, freshener. Did I miss something earlier in the podcast? Yes, oh, okay. yes you did. We were talking nice. about everybody's got the uncle or brother-in-law who just destroys the bathroom on Nate, Thanksgiving. May or not be Tom. And if you don't have that guy, you are <laughs> that guy. Probably you. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, right? I, I know. I'm that guy. <laughs> you may well be. I am that guy. Uh, we appreciate you. Thanks yeah, for listening thank to all. the uh, Thanksgiving special. We hope we got you prepared for the uh, Oregon tournaments. And, hey, we hope that the clones beat Texas Tech and we're going to go to a bowl game. Amen. Five right. and seven. We'll Let's take go a to Dallas. If I'm going to sit in 12-degree weather tomorrow, they better we're going. do Amen. something. Cheers. Go clones. We love you all. Thank you. Thank you.